Welcome to the Liberated Heart Podcast with host Cassandra Vincent, sharing biblical truth and practical tips. The Liberated Heart Podcast is devoted to empowering women to live their best God-designed lives with purpose, clarity, freedom, and love on their journey toward personal and spiritual growth. Hello, hello, and welcome again to another episode of the Liberated Heart Podcast. This is Cassandra Vincent. If you cannot tell, I am extremely, extremely excited, as usual, to come to you and to speak to your heart and present another episode of this great podcast. Yeah, I said it was great because it is inspired by God. <laughs> and, you know, this podcast is designed to ins- empower women to live their best God-designed lives with purpose, with clarity, liberty, and seriously, to live life with love. Um, I'm sharing biblical truth, practical tips, and effective tools that will help you on your journey toward personal growth as well as spiritual growth. So again, welcome to the Liberated Heart Podcast. It's absolutely life-giving and transformational. And I hope that you will share it and uh, take take away some things that will help you in your day-to-day living. Well, to dig right in, today is a mini podcast type of day. Uh, I won't, you know, badger this topic much because it is one that will be an ongoing topic here on the Liberated Podcast. Yep, it's about the single life, guys. The single life, the single life. Uh, you know, parts of me, <laughs> parts of me um, kind of tried to avoid this topic only because it was such a... Um, and notice I used a past tense. It was such a uh, experience. And quite frankly, it is definitely a part of my testimony. And I will share it fully one day in some form. Uh, but the single life. Today's episode, episode 11, is don't take being single so personally yep i said it don't be don't take being single so personally stop beating yourself up stop being sad about being single if that's your situation you know i don't know what part of the journey you're in maybe you're um you know maybe you're like me in your mid-30s and you're kind of looking around and saying okay god um well then again let me rephrase that i'm in a new place where i am not looking around i'm very much um at this point especially having experienced like probably one of the last heartbreaks that i ever want to experience again um i really just have been like that was a breaking point uh painful in some ways, but really liberating in other ways where honestly, my mindset now is yes, God, you know, my desires, you know, you know, you've given me a vision for it. You, you've put this desire in me for marriage. Absolutely want it, God, but 
not outside of your timing and definitely definitely not at my hand right I've I'm so over trying doing done it been there not going back nope no more heartache for me <laughs> so I'm coming to you today because I really just want to discuss you know how to not take being single if that's your your current status or if even if you're dating you know and maybe you have questions about you know you you technically are still single if you're not married people kill me with the idea of being off the market when they're dating i mean seriously dating i get that engaged absolutely you are officially off the market but you know dating honestly until that person really makes a commitment or those two people make a commitment that they are doing life together forever seriously like you, you know you just never know what's in store right until you really make that commitment because that's what commitment is about but won't keep going and badgering that point but i think it's really important to really discuss um ways to not take being single so personally and what do i mean by that you know when i say don't take it so personally i mean don't beat yourself up don't let this be an area where you're where you're sad and boohoo crying over you know god why my time is not why has why hasn't my time arrived you know don't you know get into a place where you're comparing yourself now i can give this advice now because <laughs> like i said i've come to a point where i'm not in that place but hunty honey 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 boo boo cassandra the host of the liberated heart podcast has absolutely been there <laughs> Uh, my, uh, just a brief history of, you know, kind of my desire for marriage is uh, I grew up, I'm, I'm a product of a 37 year union. My parents have been married for over 37 years. My grandparents, you know, over 50 years probably in marriage. Um, and while those relationships were not perfect, um, they still represented some sort of commitment. They, they represented my parents' relationship definitely um, was an example of God's redemption and restoration and healing through relationships, the difficulty of relationships, the beauty of relationships. And so at the age of about 21, you know, after I decided or made up in my heart, like, God, I really want to follow you. And I realized that, you know, one of the big temptations for me at that age was, you know, companionship or not the temptation of companionship, but the temptation of, I guess, sexual sin. Um, and so, of course, at 21, you know, I was doing, you know, trying to do the right thing. And at 21, I was like, God, I want to be married. I mean, this is where the desire was just really like, out of nowhere, I wanted to be married. And that became my conversation for the next, what became, I guess, over the next 10, 15 years, you know? So at every milestone, 21, 25, uh, 30, 29, 35, I was at this point of like, God, I know you're about to do it now. Oh God, I know I'm, you know, Okay, God, I know I'm about to be married. I know I'm about to get this husband now, God. And then when that didn't happen, I really began to take that thing personally. 
um, comparing myself, like wondering, like, God, what's so wrong with me versus, you know, these other people and other young women who have been, who have gotten married. I mean, it was a very tough and challenging thing, so much so that, you know, at one point I was uh, really, there was some level of faith, right? Or there was some level of hope in God, I would say. I, I, I'm going to use hope. Um, but I think that after experiences and years and years of that desire not being fulfilled, and I know God is a God of truth and honor and love and compassion, and that desire will be uh, met and that desire will be fulfilled according to God's purpose in my life. But, you know, when that desire didn't come to pass, when I thought it would or would be fulfilled by God when it did, God, I really... I just shut down like I went bananas guys like I really did and that led me into relationships that were not in God's purpose not in his plan for me um, it did lead to heartbreak unfortunately it led to you know um, just a lot and not and I'm not just talking about one relationship you know the last person that I dated um, you know, I, you, I've referenced that relationship a few times on my podcast only because it was one of the, like a major turning point in my life, not necessarily so much about that person, but I, I dated, you know, other people, um, and it just never, you know, I dated Christian guys and it just seemed like nothing ever, like, God, why is this not happening? happening and you know quite frankly i believe that i became i took it personally and I, like i said i began to i began to um to really take it personally i began to um compare i began to really just get down on myself it was really really challenging and like i said it led to other relationship to relationships that were unfulfilling that were not of god that led to heartbreak or disappointment in some sort of way and so now i'm here at um you know in my late 30s and i can really say that there is that that we have to not take being single so personally but what we should take personally is how much we elevate God, right, in our lives and how much we we elevate our desire for God more than we even desire marriage, which is a good thing. Like marriage is an excellent thing, um, but we shouldn't take it personally and get down on ourselves and be crying over frogs, ugly frogs at that, <laughs> that we've let, you know, come in and kind of waste our times. So, you know, it's so important that we really get that together like what we should be taking very personally and very serious in these times are you know number one you know my desire for god oh god i i, I thought that honestly i did everything to justify why um i was ready for marriage you know and i would be like i was one of those people who would say you know but but god knows i love him like i love you god you know i love you um, I would say that, but it clearly was, um, there was still some more, you know, that God needed from me in terms of my love for him and my devotion to him, because I really believe that at some point and my eyes were never open to this. 
like my eyes would have never been open to this had I not experienced the, the level of heartbreak that I that I did um, in that last relationship. Like, you know, it was really it wasn't like I said, it was not so much about that guy, but it was like I felt like God, seriously, God, like I, I ended up really upset with God. Like, seriously, boy, like, why are you punishing me? And God is so amazing because he turned my understanding around and he broke off chains of disappointment and despair and really helped me understand how I really put marriage and it's a good thing, but it is, it was not, it was, it's, I made marriage a God, basically. My mentor helped me understand that. Um, but I apparently had put marriage at a place or at a pinnacle in my life, like I put it in a place where it was like competing with my desire to be um, to be with God more than I wanted to be with this guy. You know, I'm talking about the guy of my dreams. You know, the guy of a purpose. You know, because that per that person is still in my spirit. You know, whoever the Lord has for me. You know, I still desire like I I des I desired him, but I was desiring that person you know, that future husband and mate more than I desired God, you know, it's hard to say that. And it was hard to admit that then, but wow, what an eye opener, you know? And so that's my encouragement for you today is to not take be being single so personally where you're like uh, upset with God and where you're, you're at a place where you're just really, um, you know, trying to figure out why you're not married yet. It, we get so frustrated um, and we get so worked up that we end up going out and trying to create something and it's not even in God's plans, you know, and you don't want to do that. So just keep in mind, guys, that take take being in God personally, right? And, and that means you may be at a place right now where you're like, me and God are good, <laughs> you know, God and I are cool, you know, me and Jesus are besties like me and Jesus know I love him you know maybe that was your attitude maybe that's your attitude like mine was but the, I guarantee you if the Lord still has you in a place where you're where you're single and, and again you cannot compare yourself to anybody else it doesn't matter like don't compare yourself to anybody else's journey you, you know what I'm saying you never know why God has place people in marriages or allowed them to become married or you know you just never know like you know I don't you know you just never know God's reasons and purpose we, we won't ever be under able to understand the expansiveness and all that God does but what you should take very personally is what he's what God is wanting to do with you so take God take God very personally like God I want to go even deeper and I want you to strip away whatever, if my desire for marriage is above, you know, my desire for you, then God show me that. These are the prayers that we have to pray. And so it's so important that um, we remember that, you know, take your purpose, like discovering your purpose very personally, you know, take that very personally, but don't take being single, still being single or being single, not yet found by your mate. Um, don't take that personally. Don't get that meaning. Don't get down on yourself and, you know, begin to demean yourself and to be, begin to um, lack trust in God because it's a very dangerous 
you know, situation to be in that place. Because a lot of times, again, your frustration will lead you to to decide otherwise. So don't take being per, uh, single so personally. And, and there's a few other factors that I really want to introduce to this conversation. And of course, this is, again, a topic that will come up again. <laughs> I thank God for healing me in this area because, again, it was something that I, I, I think I, I honestly, I feel like I probably, I believe that I may have went years where everything I talked about was marriage. It was, it was obsessive. It was insanely obsessive and I would justify it anyway. I don't even want to relive that time. But if that's you, you know, sometimes we get so overwhelmed, like I'm waiting for my husband. I can't wait till God send my husband. And we just, you know, over and over. And I'm not tripping. Listen, ladies, um, God is good. I am not one of those people that, um, what would you call it? I'm not one of those folks who will beat women over the head because, because they desire marriage. That is not the case at all. Um, and there are men who are doing the same thing who are definitely like waiting, you know, they're looking and seeking and seeking a wife and it may not be their timing and so they're you know I'm talking to singles um because I one of the conversations that I really don't like that is very popular nowadays is I feel like there's this mainstream attention on women right <laughs> single women I'm like it's if there are single women, there are clearly single men out there <laughs> who are doing this, you know, who are desiring marriage or who, you know, I just think that sometimes women get the raw end of the deal. It's so weird. Like if there are a bunch of single, quote unquote, if there are a bunch of single women out there, then that means that there's something off in the male population as well. Amen. <laughs> Amen. There's something else off right too, right? That means that there are some men who are not committing. Um, so hello. So I'm not one of those people. Um, I definitely re recognize that there are many factors and that's a great seg segue actually. Um, so as many women who are single, which again, I, I, I sometimes that conversation just ruffles my feathers because people like to dig in there trying to make money off of women. So there, it's just a lot of stuff, you know, people are honing in on women, you know, with all these solutions and things you should do to get a man and things you should do to get married and things you should, and, and sometimes it's overkill. It's overkill. The only thing you should do as a woman is to be um, passionately desiring God and his will for your life. Like that's what you should be doing as a woman, right? <laughs> that's what we should be doing versus all of these other things that people are saying and it's, it's a mess. Anyway, that leads to my next point, um, that there are many factors that are affecting marriage as well, you know, the, the rate of marriages and all of that. Number one, I really feel like, I really believe, not just feel, but I really believe according to the word of God, you know, even in second Timothy, um, second Timothy chapter three, it talks about the days that we live in now, right? So a lot of people are like, we're not in the last days yet. Well, the days that we're, we live in are very much telling of the 
last days that we that that will that are to come so if we're not in the last days which it feels like it oftentimes based on the word um there these days are definitely close to you know they're telling of them and that's not to encourage fear or anything like that because just as well as these are the last days where lovers where men would become lovers of themselves and men meaning human you know human the the human race would become lovers of themselves so does the word also talk about in the last days he would pour out his spirit up among all flesh you know that that his that that young men and 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 young men would would see visions and he would pour out his his spirit among all uh, genders and so you know over in uh, Joel chapter 2 and so you know but but the factor that i really want to bring up is that you know we shouldn't be so we shouldn't take being single so personally either because we have to be really mindful and aware of the times we live in and and that's just real you know that these are days that um people morally are not they're you know they're different from the days are different from what they were when you know our parents were growing up people knew that marriage was the thing to do but you know in some ways i'm really glad that you know as much as we have to wait that some of us are waiting a little bit longer than what we have seen or you know in our parents and things like that i still think that it's a good thing that that there is more of a wait because um praise god because you know a lot of our a lot of our parents you know they didn't make it they didn't stay together as a couple some of some of our our families did not some of our parents did not you know there was a lot that has come out in that older generation where they did the thing they did what was they did what was you know what was society morally suggested which was marriage and which which is which was really close to what god designed um and what is what god designed um, but there were times too when people just were not really ready. They weren't spiritually ready. They were not emotionally ready. They were not financially ready. Um, and that's not to debate here or there what generation is doing right or, you know, doing it better or not. It's just to distinguish that in these days we need to be really mindful that in fact, you know, don't take being single so personally. There is a major shift in our society in the way that it that they that we do life now you know um and it's not to just say okay we're gonna get used to it no how about we say god how do i pray for the society and the times that we live in there's so much that's different so just keep that in mind the other thing is is um spiritually what god how do you want us to pray about the times that we live in you know um, but there are so many other factors, but I just really wanted to just come and encourage somebody like, I don't know where you are in your journey. Um, I don't know if your, if your story, your single life is, um, close to or resembles mine. Um, but I just want to want you to know that, um, God will do it for you, you know, and I'm talking from a, <laughs> a, I guess you could call me a, marriage obsessed uh formerly marriage obsessed person and i am still like i said still desiring god's will for marriage and i believe it's going to happen i know it's going to happen for me um but it but it's with which with a greater perspective i am so liberated from 
you know, being from taking it personally and beating myself up like I'm not doing that anymore. What I have decided to do is to really be thankful for life and the way that God has designed it. Like, so my questions now are more about, you know, I feel like I wake up differently, not waiting around for the time when I'm going to be found, but I'm really thanking God for purpose, you know, operating in purpose. This podcast is a, is a, is, is a, is a part of that purpose is really just speaking life and empowering other people according to the will of God. That's purpose for me. Some parts of it, you know, um, it's one, one avenue, but there's a thought that I really wanted to share as well. Um, there is a part that I wanted to share concerning, um, oh, a conference that I attended in June of this year, 2016. It was the family, the family conference, um, the real family conference in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, I attended at the Atlanta, uh, Atlanta Metro Cathedral. It was phenomenal. One of the thoughts that that really stuck with me during the um, the the session, specifically for singles, it was presented by a gentleman by the name of Elder Yule Crawford. And maybe it's been said before, you know, and maybe my mind just wasn't there, like my my heart and my mindset wasn't there. But one of the things that he posed the question was. What if God's purpose is bigger than marriage? What if God's purpose for you is bigger than marriage? It was a question to that degree. And it was beautiful because he was like, and that's not excluding marriage. He said that does, I'm I'm not excluding marriage. But he says, what if God's purpose for you is bigger than marriage and honestly guys that completely blew my mind uh and again maybe it was maybe it's because my heart has been shifted and you know really accepting and open to to what god is doing in this new season for me but that was so amazing can you imagine that not saying that that God is excluding marriage, but what if his purpose for you is bigger than marriage? Maybe in this season, your purpose is bigger than marriage. Listen, (laughs) that's how we have to shift it, shift our perspective so that we can get to a point where we're not taking being single personally, where we're like, oh, God done forgot about me. No, perhaps God wants to use you in a different uh, arena. Maybe he wants you to be in a different place. Maybe he wants you to travel. Maybe he needs you to be busy. Maybe he needs you to be undistracted. Oh my God. Yes. I almost said girl. <laughs> That's something I say with my girlfriends when it gets real good. <laughs> hey, liberated heart girlfriends, girl. Yes. Maybe your purpose is bigger than a uh, 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 you know, and, and it's not to demean marriage or people who are in marriage. Not at all. God is good. But I've had an opportunity now with clear eyes to observe, you know, people who are married and they're in loving relationships. 
my parents are in loving relationships. I've, I've seen other people in loving relationships. Love them. I have a bunch of married people around me who serve as mentors and people who I can observe and who I really love and enjoy. But hunty, the eyes, my eyes have been open. There is work that goes, there is, there is responsibility, there is work that really goes into marriage. And sometimes that that relationship, it not sometimes, you know, even according to the word in Corinthians, I believe it's the first uh, book of Corinthians, chapter seven, I want to say, where, you know, the Lord is talking about, you know, if you're still single, then let your work be unto the Lord. I used to despise that scripture, y'all. God, Jesus knows my heart. Lord, forgive me for despising that scripture. But I did, you know, I used to despise despise that 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 um that verse because i used to be like god you know i want you to be my lord and all but you you know you want me to be all you want me to be all concerned but then he told the married people to be you know to 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 be concerned with their their families so there's a difference you know he says now concerning um pe concerning the virgins i have no command of the lord um, he says, oh, he says that if, if you are a, if you're, un, if you're unmarried, then you need that, that the Lord is your concern. Basically, if you're, if you're married, then your, your spouse is your concern. So once again, the point of, and that is in first Corinthians chapter seven, around verses one through if you if you read chapter seven and first corinthians it talks about teaching on marriage the difference between you know being married and what your responsibilities and concerns are to the lord and what your concern what your concerns should be unto the lord as a single person and it's all about Christ and his work. And that's a blessing. Thank God I don't despise that anymore. Because I'd rather have Christ and his, like, I, I'd rather have the love of Christ, the purpose of Christ, the purpose and passion around Christ and his work be my main focus than, like I said, a kissing a bunch of ugly frogs. And indeed, they are ugly. Um, but, you know, kissing a bunch of ugly frogs and letting them, Lord, forgive me, that wasn't nice, <laughs> but having a bunch of frogs take, uh, you know, kiss, kissing, hypothetically kissing a bunch of frogs and um, ultimately experiencing heartbreak because my attention is on, I want to get married, you know? So keep that in mind, guys, you know, what, what is, is God's purpose for you in this season bigger than marriage? I would go out on a limb and say, absolutely. I'm not even going to go out on the limb. I'm going to go out on the word in first Corinthians seven and say that, yes, you know, God's purpose for us is bigger than, um, marriage and, and, and that's not to diminish marriage. That's all I can say about that is that's not to diminish the, the beauty of marriage, the beauty in a, in a, in a, in a Christ, um, a Christ following spouse. That's not to diminish or take away or demean that experience. Cause I know that experience is blessed when two people can be on one accord and grow together, but it's also some work. Like I said, I have observed and Honestly, you know, I, you know, God help me because now 
guys, I used to be, like I said, I used to be so obsessed with um, wanting, desiring marriage. And again, I, I don't, I didn't feel like I was desperate. I just really wanted to be in, I honestly, I think I became so obsessed with marriage because I really wanted to be in right standing with God. Cause it was definitely my main priority was like, Lord, you know, I don't want to slip up in sexual sin or anything like that. I want to be covered by marriage. And then other times, of course, a lot of times, of course, it was about companionship and having somebody to grow with and partnership and things of that nature. Um, but I used to be so overwhelmed and obsessed with it, you know. I feel like I eventually became obsessed with it. Um, but God is good because nowadays, oh God, like I just pray to God and say, Lord, whenever. But, you know, I like to work, but I like to have fun work. So I'm just praying that God would help me because now I'm like polar opposite of my past you know, when I was, and I'm speaking of when I was like super young, um, in my twenties where I was just like marriage, 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 marriage. I want to be married. But anyway, guys, you get my drift. Do you get my drift? Do you get my, do you get the understanding of this podcast? Like today's episode, like don't take being single so personally. Know that God has you, uh, you know, because the Lord's great love because of the the Lord's great love, we're not consumed and for his compassions never fail. Like they are new every morning. That's in Lamentations, you know, because he has compassion for us, we'll never fail. The Lord loves us. You know, the Lord, he's going to accomplish that which concerns us because of his, his, his love and kindness is unwavering. You know, Lord, the Lord's loving kindness endures forever. He has not abandoned the work of his hands concerning us. That's Psalm 138. So we have to just keep in mind that like God has not forgotten you. So stop taking it personally. You are not less than somebody else because they're married. So stop taking that personally. But what you can take personally is how, how you can elevate God even more, how you can elevate Christ even more in your heart even more so if you if you think that you're all good with god there is another level that the lord wants to take you to and i guarantee you at that other level you're going to get closer and closer if you're not already operating in it to the purpose that he's called you in while you're single because there is a purpose for it you know but don't take it personally like take take it personally that he has something so major and amazing for you to discover and be involved in which serves him and which glorifies him and which really is for his purpose for your life, which is bigger, clearly is bigger for bigger than marriage at this time in your life. And that does not exclude or mean that marriage is not for your life because I know and am a witness that marriage is very good, is beautiful, is of God, and he's so amazing, and he is blessing your future mate, and he's blessing my future mate right now and developing them. And so God is so good. So guys and gals, don't take being single personally anymore. Let it go, get free, get liberated, 
I heart I pray that your hearts are filled today. I pray that you're encouraged. You know, stop looking and stop filling your time with people who are not good for you, who are not um who are not a God's purpose for your life. I mean, you know, to each their own in terms of how you decide to move forward with that. But according to God's word, <clears throat> which is right, which is good, like God is just asking us to not get carried away with, he's asking us to be carried, to be in him <laughs> and fully in love with him and to let him take care of the rest. He knows every, oh my gosh, just thinking about last episode with uh, when I discuss the Samaritan woman, he knows every detail of our lives. He knows exactly the heartbreaks that the number of heartbreaks we've had. He knows every situation that's in place that you you that you feel it you're facing. But he's bigger than all of that. You know, God is bigger than all of that. He's bigger than even our desire for marriage, which is from him. But he's bigger than it. And so I believe that he really, in this time, is calling for us to be extremely sensitive to his purpose for our lives, his timing, and certainly his love. So I pray that you will be encouraged. Don't take being single so personally. Stop flipping out and tripping out. God has your back. He loves you. And he really desires you to want him as bad as you want marriage <laughs> or you might want marriage. Um, and I'm with you in that journey. So God bless you. Thank you again for tuning in. I hope you'll join me here again. And I pray that you'll share the Liberated Heart podcast with anyone who may need it. Don't be afraid to share this message with someone else. Um, again, it's just it's a it's not just a discussion, but it's a discussion that. You know, I just pray that it opens up a conversation or it opens up um, thoughts and prayers and desires to really um, seek God even more. So I pray that that's what this podcast is doing. I know it is a blessing to me to have to, to not just have to, but desire to, de to desire to and want to really share what the Lord wants me to share and guess what? What I'm sharing is absolutely what I get first, <laughs> what I have to take in and remember every day. I'm challenged with the with the same things. I'm challenged with I'm challenged by the word and accountable to the word of God and to the Holy Spirit when I record these podcasts. And so I just hope you'll enjoy. Don't forget to subscribe and rate me on iTunes and Google Play. Um, if you would like to reach me, contact me at Cassandra at TheLiberatedHeart.com. And be sure to visit me at www.TheLiberatedHeart.com. I'm also on Instagram. Follow me there. I pray that you will live fully and embrace all that God has purposed for you. And I will talk to you soon, Liberated Heart girlfriends and guy friends. <laughs> Love you. Talk to you soon. Signing off. This is Cassandra. All right, bye.